Are we headed just straight to the prop closet then? Or do we need to like weapon up? Are you strapped right now, Molly? No, no, I'm not <laughs> strapped right now, no. Ballerina! Fabulous friends, and welcome to Spells and Whistles. We are a normally DD 5e podcast, but uh, you are just in time for our penultimate episode of <laughs> Glitter Hearts. Our Glitter Hearts one shot. Uh, we were just talking about our love for, well, my love for the word penultimate, so that's why we're all a little silly, goofy, tee hee ha ha about it. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, anyways, this means that if you have not listened to the first two episodes, of the Glitter Hearts one-shot, what are you doing? Go back and listen to it, please. You're silly. Or just don't. Yeah, silly goose. You, you can also just not do it. I won't tell you what to do, but I would highly encourage it because it might be a little confusing. Um, we'll send the evil so. butterflies after you if you don't. <laughs> where, the, where the hell have you been, Loka? Um, anyway, is that... That's... No, that, that's a little later than, than what to... I don't know. It's fine. Time's a weird soup. Anyways, uh, just in case you aren't that. quite in the... <laughs> what? I'm oh, sorry, you said time is a weird thing, but I said speak on that. <laughs> speak on that. <laughs> As you can see by the slow degradation of these intros. <laughs> We're good. Degradation, okay. you um, say. I- Promise? we're too silly goofy uh okay so anyways just in case you are not in the know uh glitter hearts is a fantastical ttrpg created by greg leatherman in which everyday people have magical powers to transform into larger than life mystical beings slash superheroes it uses a powered by the apocalypse play system which means we are going to be utilizing 2d6 for all of the roles in this game i am jay your glitter master for this one shot. And I'm here with my fabulous, amazing glittery players. There's glitter all over them. You're just going to have to trust me. Um, everyone just say hi. 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 <laughs> we have Meg, McKenna, Rach, Marin, and Kiana all here and present. We've taken the role. And honestly, um, I'm just going to go straight into the recap. And then we're going to take care of some business. And then we're going to play. So, um, last episode, our magical heroes spent their lunch period investigating a mysterious butterfly that seemed to be void of color. They followed this friend all the way across campus to the science building, where they saw it fly into Molly's chem teacher's class, uh, Mr. Jem's classroom. And it flew then into the staff-only quarters in the back. Using both fight and flight techniques to get themselves back there, the crew makes it to a janitor's closet just in time to watch the butterfly enter a crawl space and attic in the roof of the area. Continuing their pursuit, they ascend a ladder and take in various sites, abandoned lab equipment, caged and experimented insects, and six dress forms that converge and attack the group. Through the power of friendship and fighting, the team is able to clear the threats with the final one dropping a key labeled Prop Closet. And just like that, the bell rings and the group starts to make their way to their respective classes, giving only a brief passing period to discuss what exactly might be going on here. 
Um, but before we jump into those discussions, uh, it's important to know that uh, we're going to be retroactively keeping track of XP because this is a new TTRPG. And I forgot it was a thing. I'm going to be completely real. But our players have some really cool... Well, some of them have some really cool stuff now. <laughs> so, um, every time you fail a roll or end a session with more questions answered, you gain one XP. And even sometimes you can get, like, two XP from, like, the last session, depending on how many questions you answered. They're in the book. Check out the book. It's got information. Um, and then from there, XP can be converted into heroic achievements. So you can exchange six XP for one heroic achievement. And those achievements can be spent on cool new abilities in game. Um, so with that, we stand at quite um, quite a list. So currently, uh, Molly has five XP, meaning you are one away from a heroic achievement. Stella and Aster both have four, respectively. Bree has seven and has elected to exchange six for a heroic achievement to gain a new move. Um a new magical archetype move, which we will find out in game, I'm going to say. And then Liv also has six XP, um, but has elected to hold off on picking something for a heroic achievement just quite yet. I think that's it. Seems business like good done. business. I think so, yeah. Good business. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. So uh, let's jump back into it. You, uh, The bell just rang. You guys have about five or six minutes to get to your next classes if you desire to go to them. You have some time to discuss. You have this key. You're still in the sort of attic crawl space at the moment. Um, oh, also, Mr. Gem was like n almost killed last session too. Oh, yeah. So keep that in mind upon your exit. <laughs> Um, <laughs> can I, um, for the goof and the gag, say that that's the class that I have next? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, you have Mr. Gem's class next. Um, chemistry after lunch. The best. Heck yeah. Woof. <laughs> so, Molly, your classroom's not that far away. So, what's kind of our plan here? Who wants this key? I mean, I know... The, the auditorium's kind of on the other side of campus, and we don't really have all that much time before our next class starts, so what's what's kind of the, oh, the game I plan? I have zero intention of going to my next class. I'm always super late to my class, like, right after lunch, so... Which is actually the reason why I was in detention, so... And I think Aster looks over at Stella. Stella nods. Yeah, Stella has no intention of... There's a, there's a goth butterfly on the loose. She has better places to be. Delinquents. Someone's gonna get akumatized. It's gonna be... <laughs> <laughs> I just love that Jade doesn't know Miraculous Ladybug know, and has created so Miraculous Ladybug. And she still laughed. That's so, that's so, that's I so think, kind I think of for you. Me it's just like, I think for me it's just like one of those things where it's like the idea of like We've just started this session. We're like, what, less than 10 minutes in, right? <laughs> and like, we're just using these like huge words. And it's just like, we love, we love to see learning vocabulary and context and so on and so forth. That's spells and whistles. That's why we're here. We're like Sesame Street, but for TTRPG people, you know? 
one d six. Ah ah ah. I call Oscar the Grouch. Oh my goodness! You better leave this podcast. Against the rest of the fucking world. (laughs) Does that make the GM like the 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 hand up the puppets? That makes the GM fucking Jim Henson. I think. Oh, I get to be Jim Henson. Okay, 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 okay. I'll be Jim Henson. I'm Incredible. Okay Our glitter keeper, Jim. <laughs> J, short for Jim. You all thought it was J A Y. It's really just short a letter. Yeah. Jim Henson. Oh. You guys found my secret. I need. I need to leave. <laughs> I didn't really die in the 90s. <laughs> Who am I? It was me. I've been here the whole time. So Stella and Aster are skipping class. What is the plan for Bree and Liv? Bree has never skipped class in their life. But also... <laughs> but would they admit that? Probably. They're a square. <laughs> <laughs> This is my favorite, like, recurring thing about, like, Marin characters. Like, Marin and I are in another game together, and it's the square character. I think you've also described your character in that game as a square before. I think so. I love the reoccurring bit in my mind. Like, they're all squares. (laughs) Marin's characters are just a Rubik's Cube. (laughs) (laughs) Can never be put back together. (laughs) Dang. You're not wrong. <laughs> Deep cut. Deep cut. So Damn. early and oh my so ready. Oh my goodness. I feel like I should say po- like, say today. for posterity that it is like 8 o'clock in the morning on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, listen, I'll watch Dimension 20 and I'll see them be like, it's 2 o'clock in the morning in a warehouse. And as a night person, I'm like, that's not that bad. And now that I'm doing this at 8 o'clock in the morning on a Saturday, I'm like, oh my god, I understand. (laughs) (laughs) I understand why they have that energy. Mm -hmm. A very specific energy. (laughs) It's a little different, though. I feel like they've been awake for a while. We just woke up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh. Okay, what are you guys doing? Um, I'm raining it in. I think Aston's gonna lean over to Brie, kind of like slump their arm around Bree's shoulders, kind of drag her in kind of close, and be like, I can't believe you, of all people, you know, you're you're such that pinnacle of logic that you're going to think that going to your next period is more important, you know, both statistically and intellectually, than figuring out this really big, you know, conundrum we got here, Brie. Aren't you gonna aren't you gonna figure it out? I hate you so much. <laughs> okay, fine. Hey. Fine, I'll skip class. Are you happy now? <laughs> Are we headed just straight to the prop closet then? Or do we need to like weapon up? Are you strapped right now, Molly? No, no, I'm not <laughs> strapped right now, no. Ballerina! What, what happens? <laughs> Do you have, like, one of those, like, kitty? I don't know, I was just I shoulder-checked but... one of those dress forms and it hurt, and so I just, I'm trying to think of, like, preventative measures or something. I think the preventative measures are that we have magic powers. Um, 
or whatever yeah. Brie thinks that they are. I know that they're magic powers. I, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> doing. <laughs> I think. I think. Aster is like is like massaging Bree's shoulder pretty hard, and then starts like shuffling out of like the little air chute of the vent, and then, um, I think like Aster like goes into that middle section because like he's still like full goth Seto Kaiba and like the whole like mask on, and uh, I think he's like looking around. Yeah, you're still Enigma right now. Yeah, I'm still Enigma right now. <laughs> So I think he's, like, on the lookout for, like, a stapler, and then he, like, uh, opens it up, and it's almost like a, like a nightstick, and he just kind of holds it by, like, the bottom end, and it's like, hey, I believe, I believe in ballerina, we should, we should weapon up. I feel like Aster starts doing that, like, middle school boy thing where he just starts shooting the staple gun. Absolutely. (laughs) Was anyone else terrorized? By a 13-year-old oh boy um, in their youth yes. with a staple. <laughs> yeah, yes. I actually yeah. got my finger stapled by someone in sixth grade. <gasps> oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my goodness. Oh, Unraveling the truth of your mind. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway. <laughs> so, uh-huh. I feel like I should apologize. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. Literally, it happened, and I stared at it, and then just walked to the nurse's office. <laughs> and it hurt the kid more than it hurt me. <laughs> you should see the other guy. <laughs> Emotional damage. Emotional damage. <laughs> I went to a science convention once, and a kid, like, one of the other kids in my uh, class was, like, running down the hall, and they're like, we gotta go. And I was like, what? And she's like, there was a dark hallway. The guy turned around the corner and I accidentally stabbed this kid in, like, through the jeans with a pencil. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like oh my god. Oh my god. And anyways, uh, that's for... what That's what Molly was asking about, if we need to whip it up. Just sharpen <laughs> a bunch of pencils, <laughs> I guess. Break the um. ruler. Um, uh, similar to uh, Molly, um, for for funsies, uh, would it be okay if I if Liv's next class is drama? That is a really good question. You know what? I was gonna say let's roll something, but like I feel like this is fine because it moves the plot along. So <laughs> we're just gonna go for it. Heck yeah! For the plot, you know. FTP. FTP. I'd really love to ditch class with you guys, but my next class is drama, and I don't want to miss. Someone just broke up after their like three month long theater production relationship, and I really want to see how that went. Not the showman's. <laughs> yes, the showman's. <laughs> I mean, do we feel okay about letting Liv go and tackle the prop closet alone, or do we want to? I don't know. Sometimes I um, thought we are going to the prop closet. Liv's going to class. To oh, keep an eye on like that makes more sense. The teacher. I mean, I could also do that. <laughs> That's I fair. I shouldn't have just volunteered you for that. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, totally. I can do that. 
And also... As you all are having this conversation, the bell rings um, for a passing period, and you are now late if you are not in class. Oi, ballerina, you might as well come with us. Yeah, you're already late. Yeah, you're already late. Do you want to do you want to tardy? Just say that you got like super sick in the bathroom or some shit. Yeah. Okay. She looks like she's super sick. She's pale. Mr. Jem's class to leave. I don't want to peer pressure Molly. Like if you if you want to go to class, you should go to class. But like if you don't want to go to class, like we can cover for you. Like we'll lie. When's your next class? Where's your next class? She like just points to the door leading to Mr. (laughs) Jem's class. Well, and also, you know, if the fate of the world is at risk, then, like, this is probably a good reason to miss class, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, like, literally any reason is a good reason to miss class, but this is an especially auspicious one. Wait, chances are... Chances are Mr. Jem can't even teach class right now. Yeah, they're probably looking for a sub, like, right now. And then I think (laughs) Asha looks back to Bree. Bree does not make eye contact. I don't think Stella saw what happened to Mr. No. <laughs> what did no Stella and Molly have no idea. What did you guys do to Jem? Oh, it's not what we did. Um, it's what it's what. Yeah, I hit him with a laser. Okay, <laughs> I didn't mean to. <laughs> <do. laughs> you. It's not my fault. It's an accident. Yeah, Bree did a little bit of a four thing and. Uh... That's some hardcore shit, Bree. I'm a criminal at 16. <laughs> so we need to find a window because we cannot drag your ass back through that way. No. Um, is there a window problem? anywhere in the general vicinity, Jay? Uh, there. So the way. So just a, a refresher. The way that this staff only area works is that it is a central hallway, and it's connected with cla- with the classrooms. So you have to walk through a classroom to access this area. So you're going to have to either walk through Mr. Jem's class that he may or may not be in at this moment, or you're going to have to walk through somebody else's random-ass classroom with this random-ass class going on. Can we, uh, uh, can we, like, go up to each door and, like, listen to see if there's any one where, like, there's not a class in session? Uh, yes. Would you like to do a move to do that? Uh... Enigma? I'm so sad that I'm the only one who's like gussied up right now. That's so funny. Do you just like just a refresher? Like, do you do you still look like like yourself? Like in terms of like like no, I'm completely covered. I'm completely covered. (laughs) Like nobody knows what's under there. (laughs) We'd love to see it. You could make a be vigilant check if you'd like, which is a roll plus mental. That gives you some question options. Or if there's something else you'd like to do, um, you're more than welcome to do that as well. I think maybe I'll do uh, my little bat charm again. Um, I'll do a personal minion. And I think I'll do the assistant thing. Okay. Uh, And then have them kind of like... Because, like, they're just, like, they're, like, a little small, like, like, dense plastic, like, felt-covered charm. So I feel like they can probably, okay. like, look underneath of, like, the door jams, you know, like, the distance between, like, the door and the actual floor. 
Um, so... Okay. Yeah, I think that's what I'm going to ask them to do. Kind of, like, go scouting for us and just, like, try and find an empty classroom. Okay, so if that's the case, then go ahead and roll plus mystical. Yeah. Alright, so that is a five, four, and then a plus two. There's an eleven. Perfect. So you are able to see that there is a class in session in every single one of these classrooms. Fuck! <laughs> I think we just need to walk like we're supposed to be there and hope that no one questions it. I might be able to help with that, kind of, maybe. Um, I have a move as my superhero Sona called All Eyes on Me. You demand attention from your target with your grand presence through mm-hmm. charm, fear, or any number of other ways. Um, make a convince someone roll with Persona. So I might be able to, like, you know, out, out of game, I might be able to convince them that nothing is wrong uh, with us walking through their classroom. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I think I'll just go for it. I think, um, I think Molly's gonna pick a room, maybe, like, for a class that she doesn't have, and she is just gonna, um, look at Stella, you said, just act like we're supposed to be there? Yeah. And she'll push open the door, and as the door, is it, well, is it a push or a pull door? First question. Uh, this is a pull door. Okay. As she pulls the door, as, like, Let's get cinematic with it. Like, as the door, like, mm-hmm. moves in front of the camera, once it, like, switches to the other side, she's in her superhero form, um, oh. which is uh, very similar to kind of her regular everyday garb, but her uh, leotard that she wears under, like, her jacket is, like, very, like, sparkly, kind of electric blue. Um, and she has, uh, like, it almost looks kind of like a face paint kind of thing going on um, around her, like face and eyes to act as a mask um and she's gonna just open the door and go into this classroom and she's just gonna say um hello we're just passing through doing some regular business uh like maintenance and upkeep uh everything looks all fine and behind her back she's like go 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 like waving her hand to the other people <laughs> to like walk through Amazing. I manifest some shadows to assist with that absolutely Amazing. So there's gonna we're gonna do do a few things. So you're manifesting shadows. Mm-hmm. So um, Molly, whatever you roll when you roll your persona, we're gonna give you a um, plus one to that as well for manifest shadows. But I do have to ask you, um, what is your magical archetype transformation name? What are you referred to as in this moment, no longer being Molly? Yes, her superhero name is Dazzler. Dazzler! I thought about it long and hard. (laughs) It's so cute! Okay, amazing. So as uh, Dazzler walks through here, uh, you could go ahead. Uh, You see that there's a um, an older woman who looks like she's like alive out of spite, you know? (laughs) who just has chosen not to retire yet because she hates kids that much. Yeah. And um, she's sitting there teaching, like, AP insert science subject here. And it's like these students are, like, practically... Like, it's like five or ten minutes into class, and these students are practically asleep trying to take down this, like, wall of notes that is written on the board all in whiteboard marker. And um, 
you sort of walk in and you you sort of liven up this room a little bit. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and make me that persona roll, please. Okay. So it's a emotional plus persona, but I also don't have anything in emotional, so I'm just rolling plus persona. Um, Amazing. Which is an eleven. Oh, plus the one from the from the shadows. So a twelve. A twelve. A swimming success. success. You see as you step through with the help of the manifest shadows that the room itself is already pretty like dark and dreary and like very monochromatic, um, which says a lot because like the the actual vibrancy is from the students itself in here, and as uh, the only and the only vibrancy on the teacher herself is like this really horrible plastered makeup that's like way too strong. For like, all of her facial features. So well. It's horrifying. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so as you're sort of walking in, the, the shadows do plenty to just like make a blank screen for everyone to pass behind. Um, and you walk in and sh- uh, she looks at you and she just sort of like. Oh. Leave. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Um, and once everyone goes, she's gonna just hightail it on out of there and join the others in the sort of out- it's an outside like courtyard kind of thing, right? Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes, yes. You're yeah, you're right next to the um, football field again on the other side of it. Um, you would know that the the theater building, which they don't have a theater classroom here. It's literally like the theater building quote-unquote auditorium, which is just, like, essentially a second multi-purpose room with a stage, is the theater classroom, because where better to learn, quote-unquote, than on the stage, even though it's not an actual stage setup, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you know that that's, like, across and sort of in, like, you know how every campus has, like, the old area? <laughs> Mm-hmm. where everything's yeah. like it's in the old area it's like the it's like the old building like the kind of musty building um that's sort of tucked off in the corner um so it's pretty far away but you guys are already late so who really cares so you exit and you see the football field right there you see the multi-purpose room on the other side a few other small building and, cl- and clusters of classrooms um and you're able to make your way there are yard duties around but I'm going to say with that 12 on that success that you're able to sort of use, carry over that finessing um, if needed. Cool. So because this is being held in like the auditorium and not necessarily a classroom, we might not necessarily have to go through the drama class to get to the prop closet. There might be more than one entrance. Oh, like a stage door? Yeah. Yeah. Do I know if there's more than one entrance? Uh, I think you would know that the the way that this is set up is essentially like, there's the area with the seats, right? There's this little stage area that's essentially just like a wooden platform, um, very bare bones. There's like a few side like curtains and things like that, but they're pretty old and dusty and have definitely been around for like at least 20 years. And then there's like, there is a door in the back. It's pretty, like, <laughs> janky. Like, it's one of those doors that, like, is just constantly locked and no one uses it because it looks like if you opened it, it would be, like, a safety hazard in the swing, you know? 
Um, so there is a second entrance. Um, you do know that it's essentially like, so there's that entrance in the back, there's a stage, and then on in the wings of the stage, there's one room on the side that's like the dressing room that's just like an extended storage space, and there's a mirroring room on the other side that is the prop closet, quote unquote. That's just another closet turned into a space for props. So there is a backdoor issue. It's usually not working, as in no one has it open. So... If you guys want to use it, we're going to have to figure out how. It's not an issue? No. Oh, my God. You guys are so resourceful. And his little grabby hands. (laughs) (laughs) I think uh, Aster looks over to Bree, and he, like, makes eye contact with her again and says, Yeah, you know, it's my power of logic and scientific skill. Um, I harness the power of, I don't know, Archimedes and Duke Wellington or something. (laughs) I'm going to make all of your library books overdue. (laughs) Um, it's okay, I have an in with the librarian, so... I'm going to tell your aunt (laughs) to make all your library books overdue. Amazing. So you guys are heading over to the auditorium. Mm-hmm. Uh, it takes about like five, six minutes to get over there. Um, you hear the beginnings of warm-ups on the inside of, uh, you know, some fun little zip-zap-zop going on. Oh, classic. Classic. Um, and and stuff like that. And you start, and then as soon as that's over, you hear like the, the sort of like um, beginnings of a lecture on... Uh, Oh my gosh, I'm blinking on his name! Oh gosh, there's this one guy. No. It might. Oh gosh, I can't. It's fine, it's fine. I'll think of it later. There's this, uh, this lecture of this, like, theory that you yourself are, like, a person with very limited experience, but in taking on a character, you broaden the horizon of the experiences you have in your life. Um, and stuff like that. It's this, it's this this really, like, conceptual thing. You can, you can feel the drool leaving some jock's mouth, like, inside the auditorium. Your theater Um, major is showing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm a technical theater major. (laughs) Ding! Um, I, like, actually, I thought theater theory was actually pretty cool, but don't, don't worry about, about, I could, we're not gonna talk about it. I think it's cool. Thank cool. you. We'll offline about this. Thank you. You're so thoughts. sexy. Okay. Sounds good. I'll I'll go I'll go off at a, at a different point. Maybe we'll maybe I'll I'll make, put out like a little maybe maybe we'll, we'll we'll put out a little clip of me just like ranting about something after the credits. <laughs> I like so it. I'll just I like, be like it. okay. So what I wanted to say. Okay. Um, Tell me okay. how you really feel about Chekhov's um, <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> That's the intro. This is Jay like spitballing shit about theater theory. (laughs) It's really interesting. Okay, anyways, we're gonna okay. Arts support the arts. Um, Okay, Uh, you make it. Yeah, but you you make it to the theater. You are there. You are present. There is stuff going on in there. Good to go. So, is it safe to assume we make it around to the back door? Yes. Safe to assume the back door is closed and locked. Correct. Interesting. I think I'm experiencing deja vu. I want to use a move 
um, called Mm -hmm. It All Fits Together, where I state that I am experiencing some deja vu and roll mystical. Okay. I would like a target to lose something important and for me to know where it is. And in this case, I want the target to be the janitor. Okay. And I want it to be the skeleton keys. (laughs) Amazing. Dude. I love that. Sorry, what's the name of this move again? Uh, it all fits together. It's my very It all fits move. together. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Amazing. So, um, yeah, go ahead and make your uh, mystical roll for me, please. Okay, that's a, that is a seven plus two. That's a nine. That's a nine. Mm-hmm. Amazing. So you hold one. So you think about it and you experience deja vu and you realize um, that while you were in detention last year, last school year, and you were running away and everyone was like trying to leave and stuff, right? That the janitor dropped his keys. And in that deja vu moment, you realize that you had just picked them up and shoved them into your backpack as just like, these will be useful for later and have not opened your backpack since then. (laughs) Yes. That is exactly what's happened. Um, mm-hmm. Stella goes, hang on a sec. Can you just start rifling through this, like, ancient Jansport? Like, this thing is beat <laughs> to hell. Um, mm-hmm. I think patches have been sewn onto the corners because the books have just busted through so many times. You've you've known Stella. You've seen her around. She's had this backpack since, like, before freshman year. Mm-hmm. Um, and pulls out just an ancient set of janitor's keys. And does not explain where she got them. Uh, um, And starts, I think, trying keys in the door. Amazing. Yeah, you're able to... It takes a few minutes, but you're able to unlock the door. That's... Good job. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. I'm afraid of what other things you have in that backpack. But I'm not going to ask about it right now. Honestly, same. And she walks in. (laughs) Uh, You you open the door. It sort of uh, creaks a little bit. And you can hear the continuation of this lecture. You realize that Miss Starborn is on the stage. So she's like like five, ten feet away from you all at this point. Um, But hasn't seemed to notice you quite yet since you're just in the doorway. Shadows. Immediately shadows amazing like almost as like a like a knee-jerk hiccup reaction like so it goes like shadows (laughs) there's shadows i turn around i'm like (laughs) there was for for the people at home there was a lot of (laughs) gesturing And uh, movement of fingers walking and signing to go in a certain direction. <laughs> mm-hmm. And to be quiet. I'm going to so leave all of that silence in there. <laughs> <laughs> just me making imperceptible hand gestures. Um, Let's but still go. goes in a little more cautious this time. Molly will follow. Bree will also follow. Aster will bring up the rear. Amazing. Could I make... Oh, what's the name of that move? Um, there's one to, like, learn information. I can't remember what it's called. I'm, like, scrolling. Oh, thing. Glimpse the Truth? Yeah, I'd like to glimpse the truth on Mrs. Miss Starborn. 
Okay, perfect. So we'll resolve this, and then I'm going to... Is Liv... Liv, are you with this group, or are you in class? I'm in class. I'm watching this go down. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. So you are in class. We'll res- So we'll do this glimpse of the truth, We'll uh, and we'll just sort of, like, continue on from there. Um, so go ahead and roll your glimpse the truth, please. And as you all are sneaking, I'm going to need everyone on stage to just make a physical roll, just mm-hmm. to... Do I get a plus one you know. to this for Manifest Shadows? Yes, so this is what you get the plus one to for Manifest Shadows. I roled a 10 for my I also ten success. I also have a 10 Amazing. with that plus one. 10 success. I got a 10. 10 success. And then my physical was a 9, which is not as good. Oh. Well, it's still, it's still partial success, so yeah. that's good. So. I got a 7 for my physical... Amazing. So I think that with that, we'll resolve the we'll resolve the glimpse of the truth first, and then we will resolve that. So glimpse of the truth. What did you roll? So go ahead and make a roll plus mental for me. Yes, for the glimpse of the truth. So that was the ten. Yes. Oh, that's the I 10. rolled that Perfect. first. Amazing. Sorry, I went out of order. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. Uh, so go ahead. You ho- you hold three, so you can ask three questions. That is on this uh list um i think the first question that i want to ask is what new and useful information can i gather okay do you want me to just tell you all the questions or do you want to go one by one um let's do one by one that way in case you want to switch something you have the opportunity to do so cool thank you um so new and useful information you can gather by glancing at miss starborn something that you notice is that uh, you notice that her floral scarves that she wears, right, that are these sort of, like, bold colors and stuff, have been a little, um, a tiny bit, they're more of, like, a light, medium, like, pastel-y, a little more subdued, um, color, and you can see she normally has, like, a little pocket watch on her, um, but this time she has a regular watch on that she keeps checking periodically as if she's keeping close track of the time. It seems whatever is happening, she has a plan that is on a time limit. Okay. Duly noted. Um, I think my next question is um, what needs to be protected? While you're sort of glancing at Miss Starborn, you see the scarves... Um, that are a little more subdued, and you start to notice that there seems to be a little bit, almost like a shadow that's, like, behind her as if it's from, a, like, a spotlight, but you know that there's no budget for spotlights in this auditorium. And I think in that moment, with that sort of, like, slight shadow and the subdued thing, you you realize with you yourself in your new form as Dazzler, you are more sparkly and vibrant than ever. And that the thing that needs to be protected here is the life force that brings sustainability and vitality to Horizon High. Vitopia, maybe? I don't know. It's hard to say. Okay. I can't believe Um, Miss Starborn is embezzling to get these (laughs) fucking lights in the theater building. (laughs) And I think my last question is going to be, what's about to happen? What's about to happen, and I think this is something that Liv also sees from the audience, is that upon that partial success and you're standing in the wings, sort of glancing, um, 
you see Miss Starborn start to slightly turn, and you're able, you and Asta, and, uh, sorry, Enigma are able to sort of go off to the side before you are seen, but you are under the impression now, for sure, and Liv, you also know this, that Miss Starborn knows something is happening in that area. She doesn't know what, she doesn't know who, but she knows that something is afoot over there. Um, can I, can I do the move convince someone to miss Starborn? Okay. Yes. How are you trying to convince her? And we'll go ahead and roll plus emotional. Um, I'm going to, I think I'm going to be like, hey, Miss Starborn. I know it's like not like, Hmm. it's kind of connected to today's lecture, but kind of not. I'm just thinking, remember when we did that Shakespeare, uh, uh, a unit and uh, it's just something I feel like the 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 Viola's monologue of like I left no mm-hmm. ring with her uh, uh, blah 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 uh, she loves me sure a uh, churlish messenger that stuff um I feel like it could mm-hmm. really be connected could you like I don't know you're just such a great teacher and mentor and of course actress. Could you, like, do some Shakespearean monologues for us so we can, like, connect that to today's lecture and really, you know, feel immersed? <laughs> Amazing. Go ahead and make your convince someone roll. Sick! <laughs> come on, come on, come on. Big money, big money. That hard transition. <laughs> Like your big money and then like the flat affect of your face. I was like, oh no. Okay, so I got a six. Okay. So go ahead and add an XP to your pool. I think that she sort of like turns around and at first she's like, she is here for it. And she's like, well, what do you think about the Bard's plays? And you start to sort of look at the monologue comparisons. You... And she, like, looks at you for a second, and she sees the, uh, sort of, like, look on your face, (laughs) and she realizes, it says, I've never known for you to be as, um, invested in his works as you are now. Yeah, I, like, watched, um, She's the Man, and, um, mm-hmm. also, like, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, Ten Things I Hate About You this weekend, and it just, like, really clicked with me. Well, let me inform you of one thing, Miss Olivia. Mm-hmm. Amanda Bynes is not <laughs> William Shakespeare. <laughs> I mean, yeah, she's the actress. She's not the playwright. Duh. Everyone, you have your list of stage terminology and definitions. Please turn to your table area and um, discuss amongst each other. Um, Miss Starborn. I'll be right back. We don't have tables. They have to use the little, like, black boxes that every small theater uses. (laughs) Yeah, right? (laughs) We make do with what the district and school has provided us with, Miss Olivia. Theater majors make do. (laughs) (laughs) Theater majors make do. I 
Just one more of your outbursts, and that's another detention for you. Thank you, Miss Starburn. Okay, so, uh, 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 Stephen, Elise, I think what we're gonna do <laughs> goes off. Uh, Stephen and Elise are not looking at each other. Elise has, like, a cup of, like, tea and has, like, an infinity scarf on, and she's like, Liv, Liv, I'm on vocal rest. <laughs> and you see Stephen's, like, and you see Stephen, you see Stephen's, like, you weren't on vocal rest yesterday when you were talking to Chad <laughs> over off in the freaking wings. And, and Elise, and Elise turns and says, that's not, <clears throat> that's not anything to do with you, Stephen. And they just start like going at it. Uh, they totally in last uh, spring's production uh, portrayed um, Baltazar in Much Ado About Nothing. And, mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, hero's father. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There we it's go. It's never the main character. Absolutely. <laughs> it's never. It's never the main characters. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, but it does give you an opportunity to try and, like, take a step back if you would like to, or you could keep, like, you could keep doing your thing, too. I'm fine with either way. Uh, um, I'm gonna, I think, take a, a seat back and try to okay. hone in on what's happening behind Perfect. So, just go ahead and make a be vigilant roll to keep track of it. Um, or I guess we'll rather just a mental roll. We'll just make it a mental roll as, like, a general, like, perception check-ish sort of situation. Oh God, I hope I get double sixes. I really do. Please. I believe in you. My mental is negative one. The power of friendship. That is a four. A four. (laughs) Perfect. You see Miss Starboard walk to the back, um, and that's about where that's at. You could definitely get closer and try to um, do that. Uh, In the meantime, my crew in the back... Uh, Dazzler and Enigma, you are fully aware that Miss Starborn is heading in your direction right now. Okay, I would like to do something. So what okay. I, I would like to do is roll an I wish. And what I want to do is um, I want to like try and okay open up like the front door to the odd room, not the back door. Because, you know, like, whenever somebody walks into a room while you were, like, in high school or college, like, anytime a door opened, everybody turned to, like, look at you. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I think that's the... I think that's what uh, Aster is trying to do. He's trying to get, like, that front door of the auditorium open. Okay. Um, to try and, like, either give us some time or to have uh, Miss starborn like you know kind of like at least like pause or like turn away kind of like trying to investigate so that's Mm -hmm. what aster is going to try to do okay go ahead oh two fives and it's a what am i plusing oh it's an alter reality check with mystical so yeah yeah with mystical that's I mean, it's a 10 plus already, so unless you yeah. have a minus, it's you can hold two, so I you're have, able to get the door open. Yeah, I have a tw- Okay, so what I, so what I think what I want to do <laughs> is um, I want to open the door, but then it's like kind of like, you know, like one of those ones that um, have like that weird spring lock thing on the top, and then it just kind mm-hmm. of like immediately shuts really loud, 
And I think as okay. soon as it does that, because I think I have, I think that's like a plus two you, hold, right? You have two, you have two holds. So, but I'm going to resolve this real quick, just in case it changes your answer, because Miss Starborn is not in the front anymore. She doesn't, so she does not see this door open. Okay. So all the students do. So they're sort of caught off guard. And with that success that everyone, and even Liv sees this door just like sw- slam open. And then because of the locking spring, it sort of like does that. And everyone's like, you hear like the under like whispers of the theater ghost and stuff like that. And it's just like this whole like thing, right? Miss um, Starborn is still in the wings and is heading towards you guys. So she was not in there when the door opened. Okay. Then um, I think with my second hold, I am going to cause the general lights in the area to immediately dim. Perfect. Okay. It's, so it's a little a little darker backstage. Amazing. Um, I would say, does Dazzler wish to do anything before this? And then we're going to go to Stella and Bree because you all are successful and you have some time before this stuff happens. So, mm-hmm. um, I think that... The keep your wits about you. Uh, I don't know if that's super applicable. Never mind. Um, how about uh, a thwart peril roll to try and oh. um, hide better? Yeah, absolutely. You can go ahead and cool. uh, make a thwart peril roll. Um, so it's a, a physical roll, which is one that I yes. can do fairly decently. Unless I roll like Garbo. I got an eight. <laughs> an eight. So that is, um, we'll offer you a worst, a worst outcome, a hard choice, or an extra price to pay. Okay. So I think that you are going to be able to hide yourself well. However, by doing that, um, first of all, you're not going to be hidden in the prop closet or anything. You're going to be pretty, like, outside it Mm. and by doing that you're going to leave like a direct path to the prop closet from where the direction miss starborn is is coming in what if we trap miss starborn inside of the prop closet oh because we need to get into the prop closet Mm -hmm. i mean we have the key does she have the key she may have a key Mm. this is molly's choice so Um, I think that, um, I think, let's see, I think that she is going to choose to hide and to, like, wait and see what happens and maybe try and, like, catch her by surprise on her way out if she gets into the prop closet. Amazing. Sounds good. And try and, And like, warn the other people as (laughs) sneakily as she can. Amazing. Sounds good. So, with that, Stella and Brie. You both have been able to get to the prop closet, unlock it, and sneak in fully. Um, I'm assuming you close it behind you, unless you want to leave it open. But I would close it. Um, okay. I'd close I would it also... and relock it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. You close it and relock it, and you are uh, left in this room. It's a little, like, 
dusty in the in on the sides if that makes sense but it's pretty well used and loved in like the middle part you see shelves of old like half broken telephones that were bought at thrift stores and like uh wardrobe pieces and like this the one couch that's in every production and not um, the couch <laughs> the couch <laughs> and like you I see like, just like plain radioactive couch uh, right uh, plain black blocks and chairs and tables that are simply uh, painted and all that stuff. Can I also prop a chair under the door and in such a yeah. way that even if she had a key to it, it's not coming undone? Yeah, uh, let's... Yeah, I think that you can do that. Just make me a general... Um... Hmm. I don't know what move that would be. <laughs> I don't really know either. Um, I so would let's maybe just argue make for it a general. Oh, maybe. But maybe that's me just picking the ones that I know. Thwart peril. Thwart peril would be. Yeah, we could do a thwart peril. Remind I think that makes I sense because I was just gonna have you roll a general physical. It's a it's a physical roll, so I think that that would work out well. Okay, those are two fives. That's a ten. You're able to prop the chair underneath it perfectly fine. And as you're sort of looking around, you see that tucked behind what the wardrobe area of this, that the, the wardrobe has been scooped up a little bit, and it's sort of like little, like, teacher's desk. So instead of having, like, an actual office, they essentially just were, like, here. Like, you have this building, and this is where she's had oh, to work from. Um, so you see, like, uh, pa paper's kind of scattered. You see a big, clunky computer that's just sitting there. Um, that's state of the art. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. I think okay. I want to do a glimpse the truth roll to look for, like, okay. right. There is something important in here that I think we are supposed to find. Um, Amazing. I want to investigate for it. Go ahead and glimpse the truth. So roll plus mental. Okay. That is... I can do math. <laughs> um, 11. Amazing, so you get to hold three. Okay. Um, I'm gonna start with what new and useful information can I gather, and then go from there. Amazing. You are sort of, like, investigating this area, um, and with the manifest shadows still up, and you see that uh, as soon as you log into this like little clunky computer area, that the first thing that pops up is a hot is a hotmail correspondence um, with a figure known as Mr. Morgan, who is the principal. The new information that you find is in this correspondence. You see that uh, Miss Star Miss Starborn is asking for a transferring of funds to the arts to help fund her stuff, right? Um, and he explains that the funding and budgeting for the school year has already been spent, uh, and she requests a printout of the budget. Um, there does seem to be some papers scattered. You can probably find it somewhere. And you see that she has a email retorting that's sort of sassing the fact that the football team has received 60% of the recreation budget. So the additional 40% is to be split between arts, clubs, and other sporting programs. And Mr. Morgan has sent a another correspondence 
that basically says that she needs to stop being so dramatic and that she needs to understand that 10% of the new scoreboard alone was the, was the budget. So that additional 10% from the 50 to 60 was for the new scoreboard that's going in. Um, not to mention, you know, new uniforms, replacing turf, etc. And I think that's what you get from that. So we're killing the principal. Wow, this high school sucks. <laughs> oh, it's like my high school reminds so me much of my of the budget school. went to ours, and our football team hasn't <laughs> yep. won a game in, I think, like, six years. Oh, my gosh. My <laughs> senior year of high school, they tried to, like, cut our musicals entirely. Oh. Um, and they had put in a million-dollar turf that summer. Oh, my gosh. One mil- seven oh figures <laughs> on fake dirt and grass and they were like we're sorry children you cannot have your spring musical i fought so hard um that the, uh, yeah. the vice principal called my mom and said can you call her off and my mom said no shout out to mccallie's <laughs> mom yes well, and my mom's mom. also a teacher and he called her on her work phone to try to like be that guy to be like i'm I'm the assistant principal calling or vice principal calling from my work phone um and my mom was like i've been in the district longer than you (laughs) (sighs) my mom doesn't smoke but it was very that energy Uh (laughs) Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. was just not gonna let him Uh, anyway sorry yeah (laughs) yeah i mean in my in my high school the only funding we had for our like plays and musicals was the donations we got from the previous year we didn't get any school funding for any of that stuff so hmm anyways that's how you get star mites as a high school that's how you get star mites (laughs) as your musical featuring characters like the superhero milady and (laughs) hackerax and lead protagonist male space punk don't get me started Damn, I didn't do theater in high school, but I did mock trial and our team had no budget, even though we went to state every year. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. Make it make sense, man. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah I know, right? <laughs> Anyways, support the arts, support the club, support shit that's not sports. Mm-hmm. Anyway, sports are good. I mean, you can still like, support sports. Yeah. Sports are very good. There's yes. A lot of other things also, support. though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of other things that are really great. Anyways, okay, so that was your first glimpse of truth. You still have two questions that okay. you may ask. Would I have to use one of my glimpse of truth questions to like find the um the budget printout, or could I spend additional time to look for that? That so I think that that you can just with that you can just have it. Okay. Um, but uh, there are other papers and stuff around. Mm-hmm. Um, that you would need to use a glimpse of the truth to sort of like go through and sift okay. through. Okay, I think with that, I think I'll do uh, what's the most useful thing here to look through all of those papers of like what can benefit our situation. Amazing. Amazing. So um, you sort of start going through the office's papers and you see a bunch of etched plans. Um, on the back of, like, old stage diagrams and recycled assignments that students never picked up from, like, five years ago, right? Um, and there are notes on these sort of, it looks like almost blueprints for this contraption. 
um, you see various words on things like spectacle, going dark, call time 4.30, in the house, plaster line, places at five, running crew, strike, etc. Like all of these are like etched sort of on there, sort of sporadically on various papers. And um, it seems that there are plans to put this contraption into the new scoreboard that is coming for the homecoming coming game tonight that removes color and vibrancy from a certain radius. But yikesy, that's not great. And there is one more note to this plan that I will, if you would like to use your last glimpse of the truth on this, um, we'll, we can sort of do that. Um, Hell or yeah. you could ask something else as well. No, I want to know what this note is. You've got me curious. <laughs> I think that you realize um, during this time that the note that you find is, it's a bunch of numbers and math, which is like kind of your thing, mm-hmm. right? Like you're like, ah, oh, yes, logic. This is amazing. Crunchy. Like this whole thing about like <laughs> mis- mystical, mystically removing color and stuff. Like you're like, I like, cool. This is too much for me, but you find the numbers. And as you're sort of looking at all of these like crunchy numbers, you realize that the emitter that this, that she has found out when the scoreboard is going to be implemented. And the it should be done essentially being put up um, by the end of class, like the end of the school day, which you have one more class after this. And that the first pulse is going to be hit at the start of the homecoming game, which starts about half an hour after the last period. So you now have a timeline, and it's cutting it really close right now. Okay, we've got like an hour and a half to make this right. <laughs> Can I assume that um, Bree is sharing? Oh, this absolutely. Stella? Okay, absolutely. Um, I mean, it's not like I'm morally opposed to screwing over the football team, honestly. I mean, it's not like the football team part. It's like the everybody in the stands part. (laughs) Right. That's probably. Yeah, Yeah, you also don't know how wide this radius is. You just know it's a radial effect. Mm -hmm. So it could go past the stands. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, Shit. So what do we do? Do we take down the new scoreboard? I mean, I think if we just, like, confined the thing, we can probably just dismantle it, break it, um, little contraption, or we can just break the whole scoreboard. That worked, too. I think that'd be kind of fun. Um, but now that we know that that's what we need to do, I think we need to focus on getting out of here without pissing off Starborn. Can I? You know what? You know what we haven't had this morning? We haven't had Hugh. I pull out my good friend. Oh, no, Hugh, yet! Hugh, okay. Um, and say, yes. Can you send a message to Liv, Aster, and Molly to like, mm-hmm. cause a distraction so we can get out of the prop mm-hmm. closet? Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Goat. Thank you. Um, Yeah, for sure, goat. Um, And he, he sort of walks into the barn and he walks out of the barn on uh, Liv's Tamagotchi and says, Stella has requested you do a distraction with Molly and Esther, a.k.a. 
Dazzler and Enigma goat. And then he walks away. And he goes to Molly and basically just says the same message to all three of you. And then walks away. And goes back to Stella. Done! Goat. I feel like Master immediately uh, turns and he kind of like goes towards like the front of the stage and just like shouts, Holy shit, there's rats in here! <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Oh my god. Can I uh, uh, uh-huh. assist yeah. with the we can do this together? Um, Absolutely. So go ahead, uh, Dazzler, and give me a we can do this together, and then we will resolve the um, convince someone of rats in the theater. Okay. So, um, Enigma, you're going to gain one to your power pool. Um and so I'm going to be helping by, um, I think, uh, you can do this, so roll plus emotion. Does that sound cool and chill? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. excuse me. Uh, let me find that. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, I rolled mm-hmm. a four. <laughs> oh, no. Are you, is your... Uh, uh, relationship with Aster cooperative or competitive? So, uh, Molly sees it as competitive. <laughs> okay, so uh, That's Aster. So how Aster sees it. Aster, <laughs> <That's so funny. laughs> you lose that point you just got from your power pool. You lose it. I'm so sorry. And your guys's relationship breaks <gasps> as. Dazzler ha- tries to help you in this moment. However, instead of trying to help, I think Dazzler, and please let me know if, it, if I'm wrong, Meg. I think Dazzler is instead taking your idea and trying to make it their own. Oh, no. Drama. I'm so sorry, Kiana. Um, I and mean, so, it's like- <laughs> uh, I think the relationship Aster breaks. Yeah, definitely like looks at Molly a bit sideways about that, and it's just like, as like I think like it's like one of those dual things where it's like as long as it gets my friends out safely, whatever. But like, definitely, it's like you can like feel behind that like plain mask. Like, there's definite <laughs> like oh. Okay. This is definitive <laughs> side I have. Uh, for sure. So go ahead and make a convince someone um, role, which is a role plus emotional for um, Enigma. That's an eight. <laughs> okay, so there's a so it's so that's a partial success. That's good. So you can. So there is. Here's what I'll say. And we're gonna, I think we're gonna start closing out here, right? So you just start to hear rats coming from the other room, Stella and Bree. And Liv, you hear it coming from, and you immediately know where it's coming from, right? And as this happens, you watch as the students all run out and they're like, oh my gosh, rats, rats, rats! And in that moment, you lose sight of Miss Starborn. Oh no. As she apparates into the prop closet. Ah! And she sees the two of you going through her plans. This is bad. 
See, that feels like a fail to me. That feels like a fail. It's a it's a partial success, and there was a really bad assist roll. I'm too. so sorry. Like a relationship broke, and relationships are everything in here. And we must. Mend. I think that she sees Brie and Stella. She's. I mean, and also she still doesn't know that you three are involved. She just now sees Brie and Stella, right? And she looks at you both, and I think her face kind of looks a little emotionally crushed for a second, and then she turns back. <sighs> Well, race you to the fields. And can she I hex her? off her scarf. You want to hex her? Okay. I want to transform and hex her right now. <laughs> okay. Ooh. Fuck yeah. Here's, go, go, here's go. What, here's what we're going to do. I'm so sorry to interrupt you, if but this, like. No, you're good. If this, but here's the thing, is this hex doesn't work, it's going to be pretty bad. Yeah. It's going to be so bad if this doesn't work. Um, <laughs> okay. Wish me all of the luck. Oh, okay. Okay. That's a, that's a, that's okay. a five. That's a two, but it's plus two. So that's okay. seven, eight, a nine. Nine. Um, so you hold one. So I hold one. Um, mm-hmm. Hex, there is a number of things you can do with it. Um, I would like to... The target can't flee the battle or area. And I would like to trap Starborn here in the prop room. Okay, perfect. So now, not only is with Starborn trapped here, but because of the seat, you are also locked in here right now. Hmm. Fair. That's so. Miss Starborn is left in this room with Bree and Stella, and you see she sort of smiles a little bit, and she uh, grabs her scarf and she flings it around her, and as she does this, like, inky gray, like, mist starts to pour out um, as she also goes through a magical transformation. (gasps) And she grows seven feet tall. Her head is almost touching the top. You see that her face has a mask on it. One side is a smile and the other is a frown, but in the most grotesque way possible. It's almost as if it's a mask, but it's also face paint, but it's still her herself. The eyes are void of color. And as her sort of like coat outstretches, you see that these like that these platform shoes grow on her, uh, making like a foot of the height. And you watch as like all, uh, like the entire right sleeve of her uh, just becomes this like dark rhinestone clawed amalgamation. And she looks to you and she says, if you all want drama, (laughs) I will give you drama. And that's where we're going to oh end the session. Oh my gosh! Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, we love a bad bit. Oh my gosh, oh wait, my. we need to know what Stella's transformation wait, was yeah. like. Yeah. Hang on a second. Yeah. Back up a second. Back up a second. Okay, so that's how it ends. But And we'll go through the announcements, but I need to know what Stella's transformation looks like and what your, um, your, your name is. I think partially... Uh, as as an extra distraction for Starborn, because she's like, maybe if I impress her enough, she won't be quite as mad. It's like <laughs> an explosion of simultaneously glitter and shadow um, mm-hmm. in a way that does not make sense to look at at all. Um, but as, when the glitter falls, she is in um, like classic magical girl 
gear. It's, I think, rufflier than anyone would expect anything Stella to wear, but it is still, like, her sort of punk aesthetic. Um, lots mm-hmm. of purples. Um, but now with a couple of cute little pink accents. Uh, and I think uh, her name is Jinx, with an exclamation point at the end. Jinx! <gasps> oh my so gosh, good. and that is where... Uh, oh yeah, I guess, yeah, on that totally amazing note, <laughs> we're gonna call the session here. Oh man, oh, this game's goodness. so fun. We have one episode left. It's our finale. <sighs> you guys all did so well today. I'm so proud of you. Um, great, great decisions, great choices. Um, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, yet another huge shout out to our handsome and beautiful guests of this one shot. I could not do this without you all. You are all peachy keen, dandy, and even swell, if I do say so myself. Wow. <laughs> thank you, Meg, for being here, for doing the theme music. Um, thank you to McKenna, Marin, Kiana, Rage. You guys are awesome. And uh, end of show announcements. We post weekly every Sunday, which is super duper fun. You can follow us on socials at Spells Whistles Pod everywhere except Twitter, which is Spells underscore Whistles. Make sure to check out our Discord for really fun times. It's really, really good. Um, and we are also on Patreon if you feel like supporting us there, but it's definitely not required to be a part of this cute little community. Um, have an amazing week, my lovely people. Bye! And we will see you. Oh my goodness, bye! 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 Oh gosh. So level with me, Mama. How screwed. We're all gonna die. <laughs> I hate Commedia dell'arte. Right? <laughs>